What's going on, Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, talking to you about sacrifice and suffering in business. And this is probably the most important thing to understand about business, is that a successful entrepreneur is really the primary things are a combination of work ethic and high pain tolerance over time. Because if it was easy, everybody would leave their job and do a business. So you're at a job and you're trying to get to the next level. You're going from entrepreneur to entrepreneur. There's a lot of pain to get to that next level. Okay. And that's what keeps most people out of doing a business. They start to get a taste for that pain. They tap out and they stop going. I've seen this with young guys that I met when I was living in Chiang Mai. I've seen this with clients. I've seen this with friends. They're not willing to do 100 cold calls a day and they don't have money to pay $5,000, $10,000 a month for the marketing. And they tap out because the pain's too much. And this is why most businesses fail. And the businesses that actually succeed, like 90% of them make less than six figures. So the guy might have enough energy to get the business going, but he doesn't have enough to get above six figures. And he's basically created a job for himself. Um, which is what a lot of small businesses are. And in some cases, you the person ends up working more hours and um, there's more stress. Okay, the first couple of years of entrepreneurship are, are usually terrible because you're dumb, you don't know what you're doing, um, you're making all kinds of mistakes. And a lot of the time you're trying to do that on the side while you have a job to, to pay the bills. Again, this is, this is where people tap out because um, they're not willing to suffer for it. And, they're, and, and the reality is like most people who, who commit to entrepreneurship hate, hate their job. If you're like me, you hated every job you had. You hated school. You hated being told what to do. You hated having a boss. You hated the teachers telling you what to do and so on and so forth. But the reality is when you're going from the job to a business, you're suffering like two to three X the amount than you were suffering at the job, often on top of working a job. Okay, this is why most people tap out. Um, but here's the reality, you have to be willing to do that if you wanna get free, if you wanna be able to buy your freedom. Um, and, and I mean that literally, when you have money, you have freedom. When you have money, you don't have to work a job. Okay, that is a luxury, it's a huge luxury. Um, it's, you know, in terms of happiness, consistent daily happiness, being able to have that's one of the most important things that, that you could achieve in this world. Um, you, don't have, you don't have to like how the world is structured, but the reality is you have to buy your freedom, okay? And you have to go through a lot of pain to keep leveling up, all right? There's pain uh, between every level. There's a lot of pain. And that's what stops people from leveling. It's like a video game. You know, you, to get to the next level, there's a lot of pain involved in that. And that's what stops people. And that's why people aren't successful. Because if, if it was easy, everybody would be successful, right? That's really what it is. It's work ethic and it's pain tolerance and it's the right information. I try and give you guys the right information. I like high ticket service businesses. Um, but I can't give you work ethic and I can't give you pain tolerance. Um, that has to be on you. Okay, and here's the reality about suffering and sacrifice. This is really important, okay? You 
have to sacrifice for your business, okay? If you don't sacrifice for your dream and your business, it's your business that's going to be sacrificed. Let me say that again. You have to sacrifice a lot to build a business. If you don't sacrifice for that business, your business will be the thing that gets sacrificed. Friends, family, um, seeing girls, doing a lot of stuff that you want to do has to be sacrificed at least in the first couple of years, okay? A lot of people talk about work-life balance and wanting to be able to have that. You can't. You can't have that in the first couple of years. Otherwise, you're, you're, you're slacking on your business and that business is going to get sacrificed because you need a lot of momentum to, 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 to get going on that thing, to get over the inertia, to get the boulder up the hill, to get the money coming in, to keep new clients coming in because you're going to lose a lot of clients, right? Um, you need to press really hard for the first couple of years to generate that momentum, to get that snowball built and rolling. And that means you're not going to have a life for the, for the first couple of years. Okay. A life is a luxury in business. All right. That it has to be earned. You have to, you have to be, be able to, first of all, just getting to, you know, six finger income in a business is, is, is tough, but, but that in itself is a luxury in the sense that you don't have to work a job. The next level of luxury is being able to have the money to delegate what you hate to other people. Okay. But you've got to be doing six figures to, to, to be able to do that. Usually. Usually, um, and I mean take home six figures. Um, if you're making a five-figure income, you can try delegating to a VA in in you know a, a third-world country or something, but I wouldn't suggest it. I really wouldn't. I haven't seen one example of that working out. You want to be able to delegate to someone that you can pay well, um, you know, at least a thousand dollars. And that I'm not saying as an employee. I'm saying is. You know, they're, they're, you're a client of them, um, at least a thousand a month. Okay. So being able to delegate what you hate is a big luxury. Um, it's something that I'd, I'd pay a lot for, you know, and I'm paying for, um, now and just makes things so much easier. Um, it's, it's well worth the investment, but again, you have to be able to, um, earn that. You have to be able to buy, buy the delegation of what you hate. Um, you can also be able to buy the marketing so that you don't have to rely on, on outbound, so that you don't have to make um, 100 cold calls a day, so you don't have to be on the phone all the time. Uh, right? You invest in your business system, your business processes, and then you can actually start to scale and reduce your time because you have people working for you. And before, it was only you working 70 hours a week now you have three or four people, 300 hours a week or whatever it is, or, or 200 hours a week, and you can reduce your work hours and still be getting triple the amount of time um, gone towards your business, okay? And you can start figuring out, like, how can I scale this thing and reduce my time? Um, can I charge more? Can I charge more for less hours? Um you know, investing in inbound and all that stuff. Like right now I have an inbound machine. I don't have to be on the phone at all. I used to spend, I spent a decade in corporate sales being on the phone. In my other business, um, 
the RLD, RLD marketing and sales business, we're doing uh, sales training or sales closing and marketing for clients. And I've hopped on the phone a few times, but it's inbound. You know, it's high ticket inbound. Um, to me, that's still a dream in comparison to the outbound that I used to do. Right. So that's another luxury is being able to build an inbound machine um, where people come to you and where you can turn away clients. Okay, because, but at the start of the business, it's like any client, no matter how poor and demanding you, you have to take. Um, so, so just keep this in mind, and it doesn't matter if you're going to seven or eight figures or whatever. Um, it's, it's sacrifice and suffering but to, to, to get things going. But in my opinion, you can lessen that sacrifice and suffering over time. Okay, so I don't think it has to be linear. It, it can be linear in the sense that like each level can be as painful as the last one. If you're going for an eight-figure business or a $100 million a year business, okay, if you're Grant Cardone and you're 61 and you're still stretching every day and you're still getting on the phone and you're still doing, you know, crazy real estate deals with, with you know, $100 million deals, Right, and you're an animal. Okay, it, you're still going to be a lot of pain, but you can also um, set smaller targets than that. Okay, now it's true. You know that I say if your business isn't growing, it's dying. But you can accept smaller growth over time. This is something I've been talking about with a client of mine who's doing, um, you know, seven figures. And the question is, do do you scale up to eight figures and take all the stress and the headaches that that's going to take over the next you know, six years, or, you know, do you settle in on, on 2 million, 3 million a year, um, with a slower growth with like 10% growth without having to hire a bunch of people, but with being able to reduce your work hours and delegate what you hate. Okay. Um, but that's a decision that, that you can make once you get there. So you actually can, um, reduce the amount of pain per level and you can reduce the work hours, if you're willing to um, sacrifice revenue growth, um, which I am. At, at one point, I guess when I was younger and maybe, you know, over the years I've considered it like a hundred person office, um, but I don't want that, okay? I don't want to manage people. I, I, I don't want that headache. I don't need that. Um, I've already got the taxes in a really good situation. I'm, I'm an expat entrepreneur. I like to be able to live in different places. And, you know, we've got a, we've got a tight team. And instead of expanding that way, I'm scaling into a course and growth where my time is not going to be purely tied to that. Okay. In addition to the coaching, but the price for coaching is going to go up um, in the future. You know, so still selling time for money, but the price goes up and being able to reduce the work hours um, and maximize, you know, health and happiness so that all those sacrifices have paid off and drawing the boundary there. Um, I'm not sure exactly where I'm going to set, you know, the income goal to where I'm good. I've got a pretty good idea, but we'll see if I get there. Maybe I'll... I'll, I'll um, want to raise the bar a little bit, 
But um, the big thing is you have to sacrifice until that point. Okay, I think I probably have another six months of, of a burn year left. Um, by burn year, like, you know, um, being able to live at least 50% in the future, okay, to whereas next year I'd like to be able to live like 80% in the, in the present, right, to get my work hours down to half days, which I think I can do. And the income keeps scaling up because I've systemized everything and I built a feedback loop um, on the course where I can just pump money and marketing into it. Um, so that's been a big move for this year. It's just getting a team together and getting the marketing dialed in um, so I can build that feedback loop and two courses on the way. Okay. But, but all that stuff, just to get to that point, it, 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 it took sacrifice and suffering. I'm still pushing the ball forward. I'm still um, delaying gratification. Okay. And then next year, I'm probably going to draw the line where, where the income is going to be where I want it to be and I'm going to be good. Um, but I'm never going to say neutral. I'm still going to want growth. I'm just going to want growth without um, more hours and actually, in fact, lowering hours. Okay, and this is true in, in um, corporate America, by the way. My buddy moved up to like North American sales manager and he just kept moving, moving up. And he said, you know, at every level, there was less work for him. Um, but that's because the levels were set by, I guess, the company. Okay, you, you can have continue to have the same amount of pain at each level, but that depends, you know, if you want to be an eight-figure business, a hundred million dollar business, a bill, you know, a billion dollar business. Um, you, you can you can keep pushing through through that suffering. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can get to six figures, I think you can get even to seven figures and then and then um, reduce that significantly and be good with a smaller amount of growth. Because there is there is this awkward stage, okay? I've got a client of mine who's doing really well with a 50-person business, and I've got a client of mine who's doing well with a 10-person business. I've got a three-person business. My business is much easier to deal with than the 10-person business. Okay? I make less money, but it's much easier to deal with. On the other end, the 50-person business is easier to deal with than the 10-person business because that client is above the fray. There's COO, CTO, CMOs, who handle, you know, manage a team of 10, and he's not having to involve himself in um, all the processes of like hiring and firing people. He could be above the fray in certain things and be able to work on high level stuff. Whereas when you're at a 10 person business, um, you're still involved, at least in, in this case, in so many pieces of the pie in hiring and firing people um, and you know, it's, there's complexities in the business and it's hard to, at least that business, it's, it's difficult to delegate certain things. Um, so, so, so it's a situation of if, if, you know, you don't decide to be good with that income and really focus on delegating, um, you've got this really painful stretch to go from that, that 10 person business to that 50 person business. 
um, to that eight-figure stretch. But I like that seven to eight-figure stretch from my experience with clients and, and what I can see is seems to be very painful, um, especially if you're trying to do it quickly. There's a real awkward stage there. Okay, so again, it's more suffering, more sacrifice um, based on the level that you're trying to get to. Okay, so here's what I think, you know, in terms of levels, though. If you're in like a Western country, I feel like you need to be doing six figures and you need to have six figures in the bank. That's what you should aim for before you can start to feel like I can relax a little bit. I can, and by that I mean I can get rid of these lower tier clients. I don't have to take on these, these lower tier demanding clients. I can get rid of those a little bit. And maybe I don't have to be doing 11 hour days. I can do nine hour days or whatever um, because I'm getting comfortable. Are not comfortable. I mean, that's still not enough to be really comfortable in the West, but it's enough um, to where you're seeing progress, and you know you can maybe accept a bit, a bit of slower growth. But I think, I think in the West, um, in North America, you want to aim for like like 250 because the government's going to take half of it, unless you reinvest that into like marketing at a loss or whatever. Um, so I wouldn't set I wouldn't set levels below six figures in North America um, for getting comfortable. I would, I would push through and suffer through through till you get to that. You know, if you're in uh, Asia or whatever, you know, you can, you, can, you can be comfortable on like, you know, six grand a month. Um, but I, I still would, would press on because you want to not be stuck in Asia. Okay, you want to be able to travel. Um, you want to be able to go back home if, if, if need be. Um, but it's just a question of how much you're willing to suffer and um, where you set the bar. For me, happiness is everything. It's always gonna be about lifestyle for me. It's never gonna be about billionaire, I, which is a, would be a long shot even if I tried. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, it's about, you know, here's the dream for me, okay? it's It's, the major suffering was working the business, okay? Work it, or sorry, working the job, which I needed to get out of because I hated the work, hated the people, into a business that I loved, okay? But within my business that I love and love talking to you guys and love the content, there are a lot of things that I hate, mostly uploading, editing, um, all kinds of other stuff that it takes to run a site and channels and all that. Being able to delegate, that's a big move, okay? But... Um, my revenue targets are probably higher than a lot of people's, or at least my take home. So the bar is set towards perhaps a bit higher. Okay. And I'm willing to keep suffering, living 50% in the present, 50% in the future to hit that. But ideally the goal is this, okay. Second childhood. That's the goal. I wake up, I'm happy to do everything. Okay. All the work for RLD and the new channel that's going to be coming is work that I like doing, like videos, talking to clients, because I like my clients, um, and then coming up with new ideas for videos, putting them in the Evernote, and that's pretty much it, okay? And then the rest of the day, I can do yoga, I can have sex, I can, um, you know, have a few drinks with my friends, I can take Fanabit, which I don't think you should take, unless it's more than one, once a week, and I think it's being banned. But um, I can do Caretza, I can do, I can go for walks, I can do all that 
cool stuff. Okay, that to me is the end game. For you, the end game might be a hundred million dollar business. I don't know. I feel like happiness is is what it's about. Okay, but ironically, you've got to suffer to be able to enjoy that level of happiness. Um, that's the funny thing, and. Life isn't easy when you need it to be easy, when you're not tough. Life only gets easy once you get tough, when you don't need it to be. You know, it's like the biblical quote, which I'll paraphrase, is like, to him who has abundance, he gets more, you know, because it's not fair. Um, but that's just how it is. So you have to suffer to be able to get to a significantly higher baseline level of happiness. You know, getting out of the job, you know, getting to business, scaling up to those levels, making those mistakes. Um, it's suffering, man, but it has to be done, okay? Like, like, I, I just don't see this on, on too many channels or books or what, whatever. Like, just, if you're not a seasoned entrepreneur, how terrible it is for the first couple of years, especially if you weren't in sales like I was and you're not experienced with cold calling and getting clients and stuff. It's terrible. I've seen so many guys tap out on this stuff um, and, and come to me like, I didn't realize it was going to be so hard. And I feel like I've been screaming it, but they don't understand that, okay? So you really, really have to be coming from, it's like, it's not confidence. Like a lot of people think it's confidence that's going to be able to get the person to become a successful entrepreneur. It's, it's pain. You have to be coming from something that's really painful, you know, like, like the four, your fourth job or whatever, and you're like, never again, Right. Never again am I working for someone. It's just not an option. And that there's so much fire underneath your feet. And the bridges are burned. Like, you can't go back. Right? That's what it's about. That, and, that, and that pain of working a job and not being successful and not being able to do what you want has to be greater than the pain of entrepreneurship. Okay? Because for the first couple of years, you're, you're like, you can hate life in your job. You're going to hate it more in the entrepreneurship. Okay, you're going to hate it more. Your happiness is going to go down for a couple of years. Okay. Um, every single guy I know that succeeded has is, is experienced that. Okay, so, so acknowledging that and acknowledging as you level up, every time there's going to be pain and suffering. Okay, until you're able to start, um, you know, setting your limit of, of like, you know, it's not just like revenue targets. It's like revenue, uh, revenue ceiling, revenue floors. Like where you're good with this amount of revenue as long as the business keeps growing ten percent, and you're you're now going to delegate what you hate. So you're going to take some margin off the table and pay for it, and you're going to um, reduce your work hours, and you're and you're going to start instead of living, you know, fifty percent in the future, or like for your first couple of years, you might have to live seventy percent in the future. You're 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 going to be living like maybe 20% in the future um, and being able to really live every single day. To me, that's the goal, to be able to create a reality where you live your ideal recurring day every day as much as humanly possible, you know, with the exception of like going to the dentist or, you know, you get sick or family members get sick or whatever. That's the end game, okay? But you have to suffer to get there. And, you know, if you're going to a billion, you know, you're going to be on like a, a longer suffering chart, okay? Um, so the more that the, the you want, the, the price to pay for all that is suffering. But, okay, on the other hand, 
the, the price to pay to not have to do that is money. Okay. That those are the luxury goods to me. It's not Louis Vuitton. Luxury goods is paying, paying people to delegate, dele, delegate what you hate. That's luxury to me. Okay. Luxury is, is being able to have the money to be free and then being able to pay that out. So you can minimize your suffering, but you have to earn that. And you have to earn that through taking on a lot more suffering than other people would. Okay. That's the ironic thing. So I hope you found that, uh, useful. Sorry. There are a lot of points I wanted to cover and I didn't do my notes today. Um, but, uh, I hope you found it useful. Um, and if you have any questions, let me know in the comment section or check out my website, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash coaching if you want any help with any of this stuff, um, as well as my book, How to Sell on revolutionarylifestyledesign.com if you're maybe struggling a bit in, in getting clients and things like that. Um, but I'm going to have a whole course for you ready to go, and I'm going to have a whole course specifically for entrepreneurs out by the end of this year with so much game. It's going to blow your mind. So stay tuned for that. As always, much love to you. Wish you all the best in your journey.